a proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step programs of suck up and get good will help even the worst of gamers just be bad. We review the latest video game titles, cover the latest news, and discuss issues that affect gamers. Here are your hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Jason, Bad Gamer Joe, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to episode 72 of Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Joining me this week, as they are both now contractually obligated to do, no matter what is going on in their lives, no matter <laughs> how awful things are, they have to be here. Uh, Joe, Joe, welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. I appreciate the uh, warm thoughts last week. Glad I, I, I'm, I'm glad you're back. Uh, you know, uh, again, our thoughts are with your family. Uh, and But we are very, very pleased to have you back. Jason, you're back yes, as well. Yes, sir. I am glad to be back. I needed a I needed a respite. Yes, yes, you did. And our thoughts and prayers are with your co-host from Smoking and Drinking in Space. Uh, so if you guys need anything, please let us know. Like we can give you bad reviews on all kinds of things here at Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much that helps. Speaking of not helping, we got a little housekeeping to go on. If you have been living under a rock this past weekend. Uh, guess what? Uh, Simply Stogies is now launched. That's right. That's my new passion project where I certainly don't talk like this. Instead, I talk like I'm introducing Gita Jackson all the time <laughs> <laughs> on Simply Stogies right now. It is a ear glue media exclusive until iTunes figures their crap out. And as soon as they do, it'll be on iTunes. But you can go to eargluemedia.com right now and listen with both ear holes. To simplystogies.com, where James takes you along on his journey through the world of cigars. And if you're not into cigars, then, you know, whatever. Go buy stuff on our store. You can uh, join us on Discord, uh, and there's storefront there, the Earglue Media storefront there. Uh, just uh, click on that Discord button at eargluemedia.com. Join in the conversation. And while you're checking out Simply Stogies, make sure you check out the basement, the Cantina Cast. Uh, Manny Faces of Masters of the Universe. And am I missing anything? Is that it? Like, man, there's so many things in the works right now over there. Man, yeah, we got stuff coming. There's a lot of stuff yeah. coming. A lot of stuff. And I will say that that logo that you have for Simply Stogies looks great. And even if even if you don't smoke, you should listen anyways, because listening to Crowley talk like that for a whole episode is a good way to get your motor running. <laughs> I don't. Do you listen to it while you work out, y'all? I'm hoping you do. I haven't yet, but I will. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like just one episode, just for Jason, while he's out running, I should just be like, Gita Jackson. Oh, I've got that on loop. Yeah, that, that gets me going. <laughs> Sprint. <laughs> so head over to eargluemedia.com. Check all that out. And yeah, Albert Padilla did a great job. The host, one of the hosts of uh, the Cantina Cast and the host of uh, The Basement. Uh, he, he did a great job with that Simply Stogies logo. So uh, thank you again, sir. Uh, for that, that looks amazing. Lots of compliments on that so far. Uh, so let's just catch up. I know it's been a busy week for all of us. I've had that new podcast launch. You guys have had stuff going on. So we'll start with Jason. Jason, what did you get up to this week? 
Uh, well, I did actually hit Soul Calibur six a little bit uh, after the, the show last week. Um, I'm actually kind of enjoying that game uh, a little bit more with the missions and the story. Um, probably won't touch it again. I think I've gotten just about everything out of it that I, I need. <laughs> and then I've been uh, playing Kingdom Come Deliverance, and that's a that's been a really great game. I'm really getting into that one. Yeah, we'll be talking about that a little bit later on. Uh, Joe, what about you? Did you get to play anything this week? Yeah, so I got I got a couple of weeks of games piled up now since I missed last week. Um, <laughs> I played while I was while I was traveling and didn't really have internet. I played a ton of Wordscapes. Uh, what level that, are you? <laughs> uh, I'm on like two forty or something like that now. Oh, get good scrub! I'm at like level eight hundred and something. Yeah, but oh, you've been wow. playing for way longer than me. I've only, yeah, I've I only, only been at it for like a week. Yeah, I didn't that. play very much this week. Yeah. All right, so that's um, good. So what else? Well, wait, 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 wait. Well, in the first week that I played, I got to level 400. What have you been doing? Well, you know, I was like yeah, going yeah, to yeah. family functions that were sure. less yeah, great, I you know. know. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't think playing that. <laughs> at, the, at the funeral would have been a pretty bad, <laughs> yeah, pretty bad move. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, I think that's somewhere in the etiquette handbook. You don't, you don't um, do that. I played uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I unfortunately played some Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, you know what? We're going to get into that later either. I don't even know why you like that. Yeah, and I started, I started, I've got very, very, I went, not enough to comment on, but I started the new Alien mobile game. Uh, I forget what they call it. Alien Blackout. Yeah, Alien Blackout. It's, um, I'll have more to say on that after I get to play it more. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. I did download today. Uh, thanks for asking, guys. What I played, uh, I did download today a NASCAR game for. We, we don't ask you because we know you're just going to ramble on without being prompted. There's yeah, no, no that's point in asking. Good. Yeah, for sure. That's that's accurate. Uh, I, I downloaded a NASCAR game for the mobile phone, so I'll review that next week. So you just tap the left side of the screen a lot. <laughs> tap and hold. Tap and hold. Tap and hold. That's it, baby. Uh, well, like there's drafting and stuff. I'll talk about it all next week. But I did like my mobile game this week was Sniper 3D. You guys ever play this? No, no. I've played a couple of the Sniper games, but not this one. Yeah, this one's actually it's not bad, and it's really kept my attention more so. Like I haven't even touched Wordscape. Did so. I'm oh, curious. Wow. Have you played? Have you played the Hitman Sniper game on mobile? No, they have a Hitman sniper game. Why there's do I a, not know about this? There's a, it's it's a little bit. Well, it's a couple years old, but there's a Hitman sniper game on mobile. I would I would be curious to see how it stacks up. I, I may really have liked, to check that out. I really liked the Hitman one. Well, this Sniper 3D is pretty good, and there doesn't seem to be like a terrible paywall. Now they do hide like uh, your your crystals behind it. If you want certain guns, yes, yeah, certainly you're gonna have to you know shell out some bucks, but. It's not bad. You can play without it, without I, doing that. It's I, think I like the, it. I think the Hitman one was like a buck ninety nine to buy the game, and then there's no, no pay in the game. A dollar oh, ninety nine like for a mobile game. Oh come on, two bucks for a mobile game that you don't have to pay anything more. Yeah, there's on? no microtransactions after that. Oh yeah, no, I was just over exaggerating. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm all, all right. for it. Yeah, I I way prefer paying up front and then not having yeah. a bunch of ads or pay for crystals or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, I definitely yeah. prefer that. Uh, I also played some Soul Calibur six with a friend of the shows who was in town. He stopped by the house here, stopped by the Bad Gamers Anonymous studio, uh, cab, and um, yeah, he beat me. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> six six to five was the overall. Well, I'm surprised you did that well. Yeah, I mean that's shocking. I'm actually shocked. Is any kind of indication on how you fight? <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't say it, but I played a bunch more Ace Combat also. Oh nice. yeah, I have nice. almost the whole tech tree unlocked. Oh my gosh. Jeez, we need, okay. So here's what I learned yesterday playing Cav. I learned a couple of things. Number one, millennials, I hate you all. Just get off my lawn. I don't want to play games against any of you. Like <laughs> you do, I, you don't do dude, too well against us. Huh? No, I don't. I rolled him like in the first. I think it was four nothing, and I was like, I, I was like, well, maybe I should just you know call it a day and be like, all right, Cav, be on your way. <laughs> you have been schooled by the old man. But then and his then, little millennial brain figured out how to play the game, and he no, his it, little. Millennial brain found one dude with one move that I oh, could not find. He changed you. <laughs> and I don't even remember. He went with what's the dude's name who's on fire? Inferno. Yeah. Yeah, that dude. And dude, he rolled me uh, five times in a row, and then I beat him once. So it was five five, and then and then he beat me that last time. So the moral of this story is play Inferno and cheese your way out of, Dude, out of a fight. Dude, he cheesed me so hard. I was, <laughs> I almost threw my controller because I'm like, now I'm going to have to tell the whole world that the <laughs> semen thieves love and can <laughs> beat me uh. in Soul Calibur VI. Uh, and then obviously I played a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3. So we'll get into that. But for now, let's move on to some gaming news because uh, Zelda Breath of the Mild has a sequel maybe coming out? I'm excited. I loved Breath of the Wild. No, it's Breath of the Mild. No, it's Breath of the Wild, and it was awesome. Oh, okay. man. So I, I in, when you sign the contract, it's Breath of... You have to contractually call it Zelda Well, then I'm Breath in of the reach mild. because it's, it's <laughs> Breath of the Wild, and it's awesome. It's awful. Man, that game so has good. such potential. Right? Such and then they potential. just squandered. So Jason, you're yeah. on my side. This is Breath of the Mild. Yeah. I mean, the the I really, really wanted to finish this game and I just could not get past the stupid <laughs> weapon breakage. Every it time. It sounds like I, the millennials can figure out how to play the game and the old guys have a hard time with simple mechanics. Wow. It's not simple mechanics. It's every time I pick you up a You just pick a stupid... up a weapon and use it, and when it breaks, you use the next one. It's not that hard. Then when you get the master sword, it's not an issue at all anymore. Well, I never got to the master sword because I <laughs> yeah, kept having to pick up stupid sticks and it. twigs to fight. It takes with. like twenty minutes to get the master sword. Deal because with it. Because every time, every third hit, my good weapon would break. Then so it no, wasn't a good I, weapon. Also, okay. maybe you should stop hitting guys that are blocking because that hurts them faster. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> or maybe, maybe just learn how to play, maybe just learn how to play the game, and it won't be a problem. Or maybe you actually you model a weapon like it wasn't made out of glass. If you're, you hitting a, if you're hitting a dude with a stick, it's going to break. If you're hitting a dude with a wooden sword, it's going to break. If you're hitting yeah. <laughs> no. wood, wood handled axes, they're going to break. All right? That's it happens. Right. This game sucks. You uh, suck. The, the sequel <laughs> or whatever it's going to be is probably going to be terrible, too. It's probably going to be in, in good Zelda tradition. It's probably going to be an entirely different game because they tend to make the Zelda games, with a couple exceptions, are, are wild departures from one to the next. Uh, Jason, what's your favorite Zelda game? Uh, Link to the Past. No, that's not bad. Uh, Ocarina of Time is mine. Uh, it's, it's Ocarina of Time or Link Between Worlds are both really, really high on my list. Did you just did you just correct my pronunciation pronunciation of Ocarina? 
No, I didn't. I just I just said it the way it comes out of my mouth. But if you want me to <laughs> to point out correcting you, I guess I could. I don't know. I don't Apple correct. Wants... I don't correct you every time you say battle royale wrong. What do I? It's like it's like a royale with cheese, right? Yeah, but you say battle right. royal. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Battle Royal. Those are terrible games. Let's just move on. Apple wants in on the streaming games thing. Does anybody care? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen because they've been. Apple's been talking about getting into gaming seriously for like a decade, and there's n- been nothing. So right. this is probably just them feeling it out again to do nothing again. So this is a nothing burger. This is a big nothing burger. I think so. In the past, when they were exploring this before, I mean, they still had wild iPhone sales that they could. Uh, sit on top of iPhone sales are kind of declining because they keep you know jacking up the prices of iPhones and people are starting to get price sensitive on that so they're looking for other revenue streams at this point I wouldn't be surprised if they're seriously exploring this and if they don't come up with something but I'm not interested in like yet another game service portal they're gonna have to they're gonna have to offer something really compelling for me to jump in I don't think they're gonna offer anything I really don't if they if they do it'll be like um, something akin to the the Google streaming thing that was that works in Chrome browser, that is neat and it works well, but it's not it's not a you couldn't play most games like that. Um, the the latency like the input latency from controller to game is just too high for most like competitive anything. So right. it would be a limited selection, and, and I still don't think it's going to happen. I mean, they've been talking about getting into games for years. They've been talking about offering a Apple TV service like uh, Sling TV or something to that nature for years, and, and this stuff just doesn't come to fruition. It just continues to be vaporware, and uh, I think they're constantly exploring these options, and once they find a thing that they think makes sense, they'll pull the trigger on it, but I think this is just more of them exploring options, and unless they, if they find a solution that they really like, maybe, but I think this is still just exploring well, I can certainly see them doing a TV streaming service before a gaming streaming service. Speaking of gaming services, Metro pulled out of Steam and is now going to be exclusive on the Epic Store um, after taking pre-orders on Steam. How is that going to affect those who, who did the pre-order on Steam? So the pre-orders on Steam will still stand. The game will still be available to people who paid for it there, and they will continue to up, uh, support it with patches and DLC. But... They're going forward, no more sales on Steam, and it's pulled off the Steam store. Um, and the game comes out in like oh, two weeks, a week, and they just pulled this exclusive deal over to the Epic store. Wow. Yeah, but the exclusive is only for a year. So after a year, I'm sure they'll they'll offer it for sale on Steam again. Yeah, but this is not like this is a game that in a year is probably going to be $20 and not be a big deal. That's true. This is, I mean, it's. More to the this is bigger to me because this is like the second or third relatively large game to pull an Epic Store exclusive in the past month. And two months ago, nobody knew what the Epic Store was going to be. I think Steam has got legitimate competition coming on their hands and they're going to have to start adapting to it. I think so, but I think there's a lot of people that are really upset about this exclusive because they like sir or review bombed the, the Epic Store or the, the game on Steam following this Epic Store exclusive. Yeah, I think that has a lot more to do with them pulling out of Steam last minute than actually than the exclusive in the Epic. If this was announced as an Epic Store exclusive, I don't think there would be anywhere near as much heat from the players. But having been 
listed and taking money on the Steam store and then pulling out last minute feels a little less than ideal. Yeah, but still, I mean, this feels stupid and childish because they're still getting their game on Steam. They're still getting their updates on Steam. If they pre-ordered on Steam, they're still fine. They're being made whole. They're just well, kind of acting like a petulant three-year-old. I th- well, sort of. Um, I can see situations. I don't. I don't know what this game's going to have as far as multiplayer goes, um, if there's anything at all. But this sets a precedent. If this game was going to have online multiplayer, and say Crowley bought it on Steam. And I was waiting to get my next paycheck to buy it so we could play together. Now we can't. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, there's, there's, it's a PC game, so they can still right. have but separate most, servers. Most PC, most Steam games use Steam servers for multiplayer, right? So most, yeah, but not so all. It, like I mean, uh, it, it would have World to, of it Tanks would have and do... World of Warships. They they use their own servers. They're available on Steam. There's there's plenty of examples on Steam of uh, you know cross cross-service multiplayer so it's it's not unheard of right but they're but they're not saying they're doing that right so this this could be problematic this could be a problematic move like there are there are things besides hey we're making you whole like just because they're still providing the game on steam doesn't mean they're going to provide all the services that go with that to cross play over to uh epic store right away maybe once it's live on steam again but even still it might not cross play um I can see being upset about the way this was handled. I don't think, you know, acting like a little kid and throwing a bunch of negative reviews for a game you haven't touched yet is the right way to handle it. Um, but I can still, I can see not liking this move. Well, what happens when it's the opposite? When the publisher or the, the studio that makes a game starts to give negative reviews or starts to inhibit what the player's doing, which is what happened to a couple of YouTubers who were streaming and reviewing the Escape from Tarkov series uh, and the new game that just uh, or the, the the new game that just came out, which is uh, it's from it's a series, uh, but the new game's called Escape from Tarkov, I guess. A- anyway, last month uh, Polygon said uh, that one streamer uh, on YouTube had been hit with a DMCA the Digital Millennium Copyright Act from uh, the uh, Battle Slate or Battle State Games, who made the uh, Escape from Tarkov, and now another one has been hit. Supposedly, it's because they're very negative about the game. They don't. They they basically they're a bad gamer Crowley on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and this goes beyond just this. Just this. I mean, this shows the fundamental flaw of the whole DMCA to begin with. There's little to no onus on any of the copyright holders to verify their copyright claim, and there's no penalties for them uh, creating a DMCA takedown in any kind of punitive fashion uh, to, to you know, silence speech like this. So they, they have all of the control. Um, once you get a DMCA, I mean, YouTube uh, acts on that immediately, and then it's on the the content creator to defend their use of of that copyright, whether it's even the the uh, claimant's copyright or not. They don't even have to prove that it's their copyright. It, it's very one sided. Nintendo did this, and uh, they did this with Persona Five. What was that uh, At- Atlas or whoever published Persona Five? 
this is this is kind of repeated behavior that I think, like you said, the DMCA needs to get looked at because this kind of stuff is popping up more and more as companies find ways to weaponize it to uh, curate the public opinion of the game. Yeah, yeah, I think we just saw this in the Star Wars uh, realm with a, a YouTuber who had created a fan fiction movie he produced on his own and uh, crowdsourced it, and then it wasn't even Lucasfilm or Disney that stepped in. It was what whoever company owns the music. Yeah, it was Warner. They said that, yeah, whoever uh, wrote the, the music basically ripped off the original music that John Williams did, and there was a big hubbub, and Disney finally said, yeah, just, you know, let it go. That's what you call foreshadowing, folks. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Anthem real quick uh, and and Kotaku. Ugh. Did Kotaku finally get something right? Uh, uh, Ethan Gach? I, I'm going to pronounce it Gach just because I like Star Trek. Um, it might be Gach. Gach. I think, you're probably, I think it's probably Gach. Gach. Can we yeah. say it like Klingon, though? Gach. Gach. You can Gach. say it any way you want. That's right. It's my show. I do what I want. Uh, he has an article, and again, all these articles that we're uh, sourcing for this new segment, we will uh, uh, put in the show notes. Uh, but he's got an article entitled Anthem's Fragmented Launch Risks Ruining What Makes Online Games Great. And his first sentence really spoke to me. Remember <laughs> when games used to just, you know, come out? Yeah, yeah I remember I the good old days. I remember, like, I would say maybe like a month ago, I was throwing my hissy fit about pre-ordering games and all these stupid release schedules. This is what I'm talking about. This is, it's dumb. This, this table, have you guys seen this table? Oh yeah. I'm yeah. Right now. Play? Man, yeah. this table and of when you can play based on your pre-order level. And if you're on an EA origin, it's, it's a complicated table of when your gaming hours can be. Well, and, and I don't think they even got the table right because if you look at the table, <laughs> It no, says the table is wrong. The full game on February 22nd has everything except for EA Access, Xbox One, and Origin Access Basic for PC unchecked. I mean, those two are unchecked. Do you just not get to play the game on February 22nd? You have to play yes. all the game within the 10 hours that they allot you on February 15th? So, yes. If you, the 10 hours of access on the 15th are like demo beta hours. And if you don't buy the game and all you're doing is playing it with uh, EA Access, then you lose it when the game comes out. You have to buy it. Um, oh, are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Oh my yep. gosh. It is. It is just trying to hook you. I so full disclosure. I've I've played this. Um, I played some of the demo of this that came out that they had two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And this this game, it has so much potential just in the mobility, but I think it's going to be bad. <laughs> I think it's going to be real bad. Yeah, and like I was getting crap from you because I said I I won't play this game, and you're like, Anthem's going to be so good, Crowley. I'm doing curls right now just on the By the way, none of none of this is what I said. Not any of that. Not <laughs> one word of any of that. has got me so bumped up. I've got to do curls right now, Crowley. This game's amazing. You need to play. And now you're like, nah, this game's going to be terrible. Because I this said game, this game gonna is going to be. If you like Destiny, you're going to like this game. Just play Destiny. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, if you like Destiny, you're going to like this game. That's that's where this like, game is going to fall. Thanks, EA, for ripping off a game. It's going to have way cooler mobility, but... Where does this game sit on a scale of Fallout 76 to Seaman Thieves? 
it's not so i would i would say it's definitely nowhere in that scale um but it's not far out of it either <laughs> so it's just a little bit better than semen thieves I mean, we'll, is what we'll you're see me. I, I i'm standing firm on it i'm not pre-ordering games anymore did you just say you were standing sperm on it i mean i, I know firm. we were talking about I said semen standing thieves. firm i'm standing just, firm on it uh, hearing what i want to hear i, I think know. you're hearing what you want to hear okay. uh i'm not going to pre-order games anymore because it's just a disaster yeah well, um to, to keep with that sperm theme Kotaku went from writing a halfway decent article about something that everybody cared about and they may have gotten something right <laughs> to writing this next article from a person named Kate Gray called What I Learned from Watching a Great Deal of Overwatch Porn. Yeah, so I'm. does she not realize that the internet was made for porn and that there is <laughs> porn any, and cat videos. There any is porn type of, of literally porn anything. You could ever want. You just have to do an internet search. I mean, there's, you can, yeah, you can find porn on any subject or any anything. Well, I have to ask: Did the two of you read this article, or did you just read the title and went, "Oh, geez, Kotaku"? And then I read a on. little bit of this article, but I didn't want to read all of it. I subscribed it to Kotaku for the pictures. <laughs> I got down to the first really awkward picture that she said she tried to crop but didn't at all. And, yeah, no, like you can see boobs up. in it. Like, uh, like you can see more than boobs. You can you can see the oh yeah entire yeah you thing. can see the whole taco. No, <laughs> I, I, I read the article and it's not good. Time. And she's like surprised at how much uh, Overwatch porn there actually is and the quality of the Overwatch porn. She does have some criticism on some of the. Uh, the yeah, let's, vocalization let's and talk about let's talk about let's let's talk about what the crux of this article is where yeah she's surprised by all of these things but what she's most surprised by is how this overwatch porn caters to heterosexual white men yeah yeah she's very surprised that it does not cater to a wider audience that people creating fan-made overwatch porn does not you know is is not an inclusive group. So now we she 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 wants virtue signaling in porn? I feel like when you get to this you're looking at people making porn for themselves and it's probably a great deal of uh mid 20s white men making this Overwatch porn. Probably. I would, imagine. I, would yeah. I would say that's a pretty accurate Venn diagram. Yeah, so I don't really understand this. Why do we need like so Kotaku, who has now inserted virtue signaling into games, is now trying to virtue signal into your game porn. Well, it's either that or she just didn't find the exact Overwatch porn she was looking for. Or is... Is, it, is it this? Is it she was watching Overwatch porn, got caught watching Overwatch porn, and to get out of it said, <laughs> I'm actually doing research for an article I'm writing and then had there's to write a, the article. There's a very good chance. Uh, there's yeah. a very good chance. Yep. All right. There you go. Kate Gray outed as a uh, Overwatch porn enthusiast. Look, I'm not here to judge. I just, you know. Hey, if that's her bag, own. more power to her. Look, when since Tumblr went down, these people, they need they need an outlet and Overwatch porn is it. Speaking of outlets, there's a new Humble Bum bundle. I don't know. <laughs> Humble Bum. Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Hum, you having a hard time with that there, Crowley? <laughs> Humble Bumble? I don't know. Whatever. There's something. $200 worth of games uh, for 15 bucks. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, you can get it for like a dollar. You can get most of them for a dollar. Uh, it's a pretty good deal if 
you are they're looking for some games, games that nobody cares about and no, a lot some, of these some, a lot of these I already have on steam yeah some of them i have on steam but if you're look if you uh if you have a ps4 and you're looking for a few games for to tinker around with for a dollar literally a dollar you can get like six games uh, yeah they're pretty they're pretty solid games for a dollar or the entire bundle for 15 yeah yeah nobody cares it's a, it's just a, it's just a nice little thing to offer our listeners in case they didn't know about it, Crowley. Do your listeners a favor once in a while. I do. I shut up every now and again so you two Since can talk. Since when? I don't I, I don't know. shout over you all the time. That's I'm always just, just shouting over you to get my words in. That's not accurate. No, yeah, when you're wrong. No, you're always wrong. That's not how this works. This is how this works. Let's talk Kingdom Come Deliverance one year later. Now, this was in my top 10 games of last year. This this one uh, a Crowley probably should have won more Crowleys, especially given the fact that this is put out by an independent studio called Warhorse Warhorse Studios. I can't talk this afternoon. I'm really looking forward to a Stogie once we're done here. So that's where my mind is. It's on a Juan Lopez number two, sitting outside in the not freezing weather, not listening to you two. <laughs> and there's your preview for Simply Stogies. That's what it is. That's, yeah, that's it, it is. right there. So Kingdom Come Deliverance, put out by Warhorse Studios last year, last February, uh, as a matter of fact, if I remember right. I love this game. I think this game is one of the better games of last year. I think their DLC, uh, with their bugs and whatnot, if it wasn't as buggy, probably would have made the game a little bit better in my mind but this is still a solid game one of the best of last year and i'm looking forward to see what you two idiots think of this game as well so let's just get into it so the idea behind kingdom come deliverance was to create a, a historically accurate game set in a historically uh in a historical setting as accurately as they could possibly get it and then like some of the places in the game still exist today so this game took place in the 1600s, late 1500s, something or somewhere around there. 1400s. In a very, there you go. I knew it was somewhere. But <laughs> you knew it uh, happened somewhere in time. <laughs> Great somewhere job, Somewhere on the time spectrum. Uh, anyway, uh, and uh, it, it, there's, it, it's a very small area of the world. Very tiny area. So it's not like... Well, it's not like it's a large area. Bohemia isn't exactly a small area. Or it wasn't back then, the Kingdom of Bohemia. I mean, it, it included most of what is now the Czech Republic. So, Well, sure, but the game took place in a very small area of the Bohemian Kingdom. It wasn't, it's not, it's not like you're in the entire, you have the run of the entire kingdom. Okay. Yeah, you're not traveling a ton. You're kind of in a, a small area. Yeah. I hear you. So, I know what you're trying to say. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, Jason, we'll start with you. Like, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, so I haven't gotten super deep into it, but yeah, it was instantly engaging to me. Uh, the the intro, um, I think, really brought you in. Kind of, you know, you're waking up or your mom's waking you up. Uh, it seems like a typical kind of modern day teenager type thing. And the tutorial quests do a, a really good job of both immersion and, you know, teaching you to play the game. Uh, it, it, it drew me in pretty instantly. Uh, I thought the graphics looked really good. Even on, uh, even on the uh, laptop that I started the game on, 
uh, the, the, the graphics were decent. And then whenever I got on my main rig, they, they looked really good. So, um, the voice acting is good. I liked it. Uh, I thought they did good. Now there's, there's some problems with some of the, the lip syncing, but yeah, it, I, I can look past that. I like it. I'm, I'm definitely deeply engaged and I will be playing this game for a while. So I'll be taking so it what nice do you think? and slow. What do you think of the uh, uh, combat mechanics? The combat is kind of difficult to get a hang of. I, I, I'm pretty sure it took me about 10 minutes to actually win the first fist fight that they kind of try and teach you on because I just could not break through that guy's defenses no matter what I did. I finally, you know, weathered him down. Uh, but yeah, the combat is, the combat's different. I haven't quite got quite gotten the hang of that yet. So how far are you in the game? Um, I am in, uh, I can't remember that, that second, uh, that second settlement that, that you, you run off to. Um, I've, so the invasion has happened? Yeah, the invasion's happened. I've run okay. away. I got shot by an arrow. It did not kill my adventuring uh, my adventuring <laughs> career because uh, it didn't hit my knee, fortunately. So, right. Um, and I think I'm trying to uh, seduce the Lord's wife. Oh, you're, oh, yeah. I know where you're at. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah. I took her to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave her the Henry special. <laughs> <laughs> she dug it she dug it joe where are you at in this game what do you think of the game so far i'm about 10 hours in i think um are you as far as he is i'm farther than that yeah okay yeah now, um, let me ask when you guys have you guys went to to bury your parents yeah i'm past that i have not you guys, done that yet are you gonna loot did you loot the bodies joe i don't remember like on the way to oh, bury yeah. your parents, to yes, give them looted, a Christian looted, burial. Yeah, I looted everything. Yeah, you loot all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> you looted um, your parents' bodies. <laughs> well, no, you loot all the bodies on the way to yeah, bury your everything. parents. Like, um, like, and there's a ton of them. Like the, the road, they, they all have like rancid food on them. But yeah, gross, yeah, just um, littered with bodies. Uh, so, the story in this game, I think, is its high spot. I like the story a lot. It's super captivating. I really want. I'm really invested in. Henry and his story. Uh, the graphics are really great. Mechanically, it has some real highs and some real lows. Uh, yeah. I was playing mouse and keyboard, and it, the combat is impossible. Mouse and keyboard, I hated it. Oh. I switched over to a controller, and it's much easier. I need I need to do that then. Yeah, I I, I went to a, it's still it's still very difficult to get used to, but it was like night and day with a controller to the mouse and keyboard for me. Um, I have had like four or five really frustrating experiences with this game with bugs that are like putting a kind of a negative damper on it for me. And I'm trying to look past them, but like I played through like a combat situation where I had to fight two guys and I finally got through it. It took me like 20 tries. I finally got through it. And then walking away from it, I fell through the world and died. Oh no. And had to do it over again. Oh no. And it's like, this is not the, it's not the first time I've fallen through the world in this game. It's happened twice before. And I don't know what what is going on with that, but it's really frustrating, and it makes it hard for me to want to keep going back to it. Um, but other than like the couple of bugs that have been really poorly timed, I've really enjoyed my time with the game. So I haven't come across any bugs like that yet 
the the only bugs that I've come across are minor ones, like the lip sync. Uh, every once in a while, the the lip sync kind of loses sync, and so that's that kind of throws you off. Um, really early in the game, when I was talking to uh, my mom, her head and neck weren't quite matched up with her body, so yeah, it was like poking through her clothes. That that looked a little weird. But yeah, other than that, I really haven't come across any glitches like that. I had a cutscene where it forgot to render Henry in, and it was just somebody talking to thin air. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, I should say, I, I I admire how ambitious this game is, considering the studio size and stuff. Like, this is really an accomplishment. I don't want to sound too harsh on like a couple of bugs, because this is not a two hundred million dollar game um, with a huge huge development team this is a small studio putting a really really ambitious game together and i really appreciate how far they got like this game is really impressive for for what they had to work with especially yeah Um, i don't i don't think that it is bethesda level no it's it's so the the bulk of the game is fine like the majority of playing through this there's no bugs at all it's just like in my experience when i have a bug it's has tended to be kind of a brutal one. Like there've been a brutal one here or a brutal one there. And then the rest of the game is pretty much fine. Um, it's just kind of unfortunate that I keep falling through the world and I don't know what that, what's up with that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to try out the the controller because, I mean, even, even navigating on your horse is really weird using a mouse and keyboard. It doesn't work the way you would think it no, should yeah, work. Yes, and and dialogue, uh, choosing dialogue options did not work the way I thought it would work. I had to kind of figure that out. It was it's mostly keyboard based. So yeah, I'm gonna have to try the controller. It it sounds like they kind of designed this for more of a controller base. Yeah, it feels like yeah, it. yeah. I played this on PS4. I had zero issues uh, as far as any of the things you guys are talking about. I thought it worked really well with a controller on the PS4. Uh, and you never ran into a tree or got into a head-on collision with somebody on your horse. <laughs> yeah, the horses so, are much smarter in this game. Yeah, that's true. Right? Not, I'm not moving anywhere near as fast for most of the time on the horse as I was in uh, Red Dead either, though. No, that well, and that's true. And I do like their fast travel system. Like, if there's something in the road, like, randomly generates a, a, an ambush or, you know, whatever, it'll ask you if you want to stop and and participate in it. Or if you just want to keep going. So I, I like that aspect, too. I wish Red Dead had done something like that. But, yeah, man, Warhorse Studios is a small studio. There's actually a documentary on this. Uh, I think it's on the YouTubes. If you go there and search for it, and the, I, I believe it's it's not in English, so you'll have to do subtitles. But it's a, it's a very interesting uh, documentary in how, how Warhorse Studios put this together and how they, they did this on the budget that they had. And like Joe said, this is very ambitious. And when it released, there was a little bit of controversy that went along with it. And I, it was pretty unfounded as far as what I remember us talking about last year when we made Kingdom Come Deliverance the February game of the month. Uh, was it was unfounded uh, uh, criticism. It was just it was criticism for the sake of criticism. And what it was is they didn't think that there were enough minorities in the game. There was there was there wasn't enough diversity of skin color in the game. Yeah, which probably matches, you know, the historical accuracy that they're trying to go for. 
that was the pushback from right. War Horse Studios. And I think that I think that because of that that controversy came and went pretty fast. There was not like there was not a, a big push behind that. There was like a couple of outlets that thought that was a big deal and it was not that was not something that hung around with this game. Yeah, I, again, but one of the outlets was Kotaku and they made a pretty big stink out of it. Yeah. As did as did I think Polygon. Now, yeah, but I think I think that was about it though. Now, if this had probably taken place closer to the Mediterranean or in northern Africa, they might have a oh, case. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, not not in the middle of Bohemia. Right. In a very small square, you know, it was, it was only a few square miles. Right. So, yeah, I really like this game. If you haven't checked it out, I invite you all to go check it out. It was last year's uh, February Game of the Month. I thought it did uh, a fantastic job for what it was. And again, it won a Crowley, and that's really all you need to know is that it won a Crowley. The most prestigious gaming award there is. Truth. Truth. So this year's February Game of the Month is Kingdom Hearts 3. I protest. Mm. Yeah, I really, I really hate that I spent money on this game. What would you rather it be, Anthem? That I'm not spending money on that abortion. Oh, dude, uh, I would have rather have spent money on like Crackdown or Anthem or like really any of the games coming out this month. Uh, Metro, like this is this game is bad. I don't yeah, like. This no, game. I'm not. saying Metro no. or Crackdown. Yeah, yeah, this is a bad game. This Your is a bad February game. game of the month, Kingdom Hearts three. Deal with it. Mm. Yep, I'm, I'm that, dealing with it. I played you know it for like five hours be, and I'm never touching it again, <laughs> ever. That's, that's going to be the title of this episode. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be episode 72, Kingdom Hearts 3, Deal With It. I thought it could be a tale of two kingdoms. No, it's not. It's a tale of Crowley's <laughs> right and you're always wrong. So this is, a, this is a game that's 13 years in the making. Kingdom Hearts 2 released December 2005. Kingdom Hearts 3 released... Uh, January 2019. 13 years in the making. Was it worth the wait? No. No. Why Why do you guys spoil the question? That's a tease. Because it's, it's an obvious answer. <laughs> no, it's not an obvious it's so answer. Bad. This game is not nearly as bad as you make it out to be. No, it's Let's bad. talk about it. Let's start with the story. There's a story. Doesn't make any sense. It's probably the same story as the previous two Kingdom Hearts stories, because those were yeah. basically carbon There's, copies of one another. There sure is a lot of cutscenes in this game, but they don't really tell you much. <laughs> you really have to, like, here's, yeah, like, that's not, that's not an unfair criticism. So this game picks up after Kingdom Hearts 2 finishes, obviously. And there are a ton of cutscenes, a ton of cutscenes. I timed Tons. it in the first hour. There was 35 minutes of cutscenes. Yeah. Oh my like gosh. Yeah. And it does not really change pace. And it at least not as far as I am. Like for a game that's been 13 years in the making, you would think they would want to revisit Kingdom Hearts 2, which they kind of do throughout the story to like refresh your memory if it's been 13 years since you've played Kingdom Hearts 2. Like that might be something they should have done in the first 35 minutes with the cutscenes is hey, this is what happened at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. This is what Kingdom Hearts 2 did and this is where it ended and this is where we're picking up. And instead they didn't. And what that does is it makes the story very convoluted. It makes I, it hard I feel like to follow. Even, even if I was brushed up on the story, it would still be convoluted. The storytelling is just not done very well. I don't know if that's accurate. I think it's done okay. It's done better than a lot of games. I think it's better than Ace Combat 7 storytelling. Well, 
So Just the Reader's barely, Digest yeah. is better than Ace Combat 7's story. What's wrong with Reader's Digest? <laughs> Have you read a Reader's Digest? <laughs> Holy I crap, am. you're so old, Crowley. <laughs> Anyway, I think that this, I think it does a, a decent job at storytelling. I just wish there was a little bit more backstory. But yeah, it, it is very convoluted. It's very hard to follow. And basically at the point where I'm at, I don't care. Like, that's not why I'm playing this game. Is I, I'm not, like Square Enix is known for their stories, right? Like, they're known for the the, the worlds of Final Fantasy. And, and this is just, for me, it doesn't live up to the hype. Dude, this is just, this is just like the next notch in the what is going on. And this isn't just a Square Enix game. This is also a Disney game, and Disney is very, very particular on their on their stories. That's very true. Very true. But but Square Square has been making questionable decisions after questionable decision for the last like two years, and it's getting it, it's to the like 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 letting Hitman go and publishing uh, the Quiet Man, and like they're, they're what's going on with this Avengers game that's supposedly being worked on? Like I don't know what's going on over there. Hasn't that been being worked on for like thirteen years too? <laughs> yeah, and it's probably gonna be trash, like Kingdom probably. Hearts. Uh, like okay. I don't know what's going on over there. Trash but not is a, doing I think trash good. is a harsh term for Kingdom Hearts three. This is a thirty dollar uh, game. I don't know if I don't disagree. Uh, the only really interesting aspect to the story for me, and this is because I'm going to be honest, my family is a Disney family. I think that's how Jonesy put it to me. Like his family's a Disney family. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And begrudgingly, my family is a Disney family. We love to go to Disney World. Uh, my wife loves all the stupid movies. She's getting our daughter to watch all the stupid movies. Ugh. Uh, so like, that's the interesting part to me is how they weave the movies into this. And I think that's the crux of the argument there, right? This is not a game for the general audience. Um, this is this is a game for Disney fans that may also be kind of you know Final Fantasy type fans as well. This, this game is half fan service and half nostalgia. I would wait. Mm, whoa, whoa, no. whoa! Let's back that nostalgia truck up just a second here, Captain. Right. Because uh, I think you're about ready to set sail on the uh, I'm on an island with cab enjoying semen thieves for the rest <laughs> for the rest of bad gamers tenure. If you don't back this up, because here's the thing. Rapunzel, Frozen, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6. These are not these are not nostalgia heavy titles. All right. These are titles Toy that Story, were out in Monsters, the last Inc., Hercules, Winnie the Pooh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, Chip and Dale. Those all are. But nostalgia. You can't, you can't look at Disney as a nostalgia fix. So even kids today love the older Disney IPs. Absolutely. So yeah, but this have, is this is not this is not playing towards children. It right absolutely now. is. This is it not a this is, is not a little kids game. No. This is like yes, a, this is like absolutely a, like a just like, a like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. This absolutely. is this is fan service for Disney files. This is uh this is their story. This is something yeah, it's that it's definitely fan service for sure. Okay, but it's not nostalgia. I you can't you can't say that Disney is nostalgia when everything in Disney, from Snow White, from Mickey Mouse to Snow White to Cinderella, has been constant in pop culture for the last 75 years. You cannot say it's nostalgia because it's never gone away. You know, first, like Toy Story, Monsters, no, Inc., The Hercules, it's never gone Winnie away. the Pooh. Yeah, this stuff it's is never gone away. This stuff, this stuff is not. This stuff is not current in my life. 
Okay, but it, that doesn't mean that it's not current in pop culture. Right. It may right. be nostalgic to you because it's not top of mind, but I can promise you that there are millions upon millions of people who do not consider any of this nostalgic because right. it has okay. been constant so in their just, lives. You've just agreed with me in the way that you refused to agree with me before. Uh, no, when we talked about so, nostalgia. Yes, because because you just said that nostalgia doesn't depend. You just said now that nostalgia to me, right? Where before you said nostalgia is nostalgia. It doesn't depend on the person. That's and not what I said ever. You, now oh, you're you, just oh, taking yes. things out of no, context. No, you you 100. I bet I can go into the Discord. Why don't and you pull just find? You why don't it. you just what? pick a title that I said was nostalgia? Nostalgia. Pick a title, whatever it is. It could be a movie. It could be whatever. And I will show you the difference between that and Disney. Go ahead and pick one. All right. So you were saying that uh, you said that the Zelda game is all nostalgia. You said it was all nostalgia. Yeah, it is all nostalgia. It's not all nostalgia because Zelda has been ever present. Does Zelda have a theme park? Does Zelda put on holiday specials all year long? But Zelda is still ever Does present. Does Zelda comes out- have a multi-billion-dollar franchise? Is Zelda as big as Disney? No, no, I'm not saying it is. Okay, well then but there I'm you go. Saying, that's that, but you, there has been if, a Zelda game released. There's a Zelda game released every works. three or four years. That's not years. how any of this works. Yeah, it is. Argument how this works. has been broken. <laughs> no, you are Crowley wrong. has won. Sir. You are Let's wrong. Let's move on. Sir. There is a Zelda game every three or four years. It is just as ever present. It's just not as big. Do your kids like the older Disney IP? Oh yeah, like she loves uh, Snow White. She loves Cinderella. Like she's 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 almost two, so she'll sit there and she'll watch that and she'll dance around when when the music comes on. Yeah, she absolutely loves. She has no concept of nostalgia, but yes, she still likes the older stuff. So this is not just nostalgia. This is not a a nostalgia game. This is this is Disney fan service. Thank you. But, but nostalgia is is incredibly personal. Nostalgia is to each person individually. I don't think that it is. So there it might is be. because nostalgia Miami, is a sentiment of Miami longing or wistful affection for the past. Miami right? Vice this is, is nostalgia. This is in my past. This is not Toy Story is my past, right? Miami Vice is nostalgia. Back to the Future is nostalgia. Yeah, you're right. Both of those are nostalgia. Okay. So, but if Breath you're of the saying, Mild is if just nostalgia. No, if you're saying that Zelda is nostalgia, then this is nostalgia. There's a very, no, there, okay. there's a very, because Zelda Obviously has been coming you and out I every disagree <laughs> on this. Look, you're Jason 30, is the tiebreaker. You're, you're 30 he years sides older with than me. me. You're 30 years older than me, me, and we both grew up with Zelda, right? Zelda I'm is not constant. 30 years older than you. Yes, you are. <laughs> Regardless, let's talk about graphics in this game. This is an up-resed PS3 uh, here's what game. I want. This is what I want to see. I want to see what the fans think. So email us at badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Come on to our Discord, whatever it is, and tell Joe how wrong he is. Explain to the millennial what nostalgia really is. That's what I'd like. the definition right here if you want it. I don't want the definition. Yeah, because you don't want to be wrong. (laughs) I'm not wrong. You're wrong. This is a graphics. Graphics. This is a very pretty game. Uh, It looks good. It's probably very colorful. It's very colorful. the The character models look pretty good. Uh, there is a lot of backgrounds that look like flat PS3 textures. Um, it's not it's not a very pretty game. It's a decent looking game. It looks like an upresed PS3 game. It feels like one. Yeah, I don't. I guess I don't disagree with that. But the reason it probably feels like one is because uh, it is. 
Yeah, there's an article uh, from uh, Forbes from uh, Kevin uh, Murnane. He's a contributor over at uh, Forbes.com, and he's written an article entitled Kingdom Hearts 3 is a technological disappointment on the Xbox One and the PS4 consoles. This thing, this game runs at a lower resolution and lower frame rate than Red Dead. Well, it's 13 years in the making. So yeah, you would I, think they could get something together. It doesn't even run as good as Red Dead. And well, Red I Dead is super was, ambitious. Wasn't this this was probably scheduled for the PS3. And then yeah, they I'm were sure like uh, PS5. And then somebody was like, "No, let's try to get it on the PS4." And they're like, "Fine." So like so, they they started with one console and then they had to move to the next one. So we'll use the Xbox One X here because this is their first example for uh, how this rates compared to Red Dead. And at for native 4K output, uh, still not hitting 60 frames, uh, Red Dead ran at 100% of native 4K on the One X, and Kingdom Hearts runs at 44%. It still doesn't hit 60. Yeah, they, they probably rushed this out and didn't optimize it like they should have. Yeah, and I have I have... In my short experience with this, I have had slowdowns to like visible frame rate judder in big combat situations in this game. Yeah, these numbers are atrocious. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like I don't know how they put the, it. It's not a, a a powerhouse kind of game. It doesn't look the graphics aren't great. There's not a lot going on. All the enemies are the same. There's not a bunch of particle effects. Uh, I think there's probably more particle effects than what there's, you're giving it credit there's, for. There's some. There's definitely particle yeah. effects, but it's not full. Like, there's no scenes where it's just loaded with particle effects and smoke and stuff. The problem with the performance is, is that it affects the latency between when you hit the button and the action is performed on the screen. Yep. So that's so where feels, the big disconnect is. So it feels mushy. It feels very mushy. It feels super mushy. Yeah. I Yeah. The well, I let's don't. Just, let's, I don't remember either the previous two titles feeling like tight in its mechanics. I didn't. I didn't ever come away from Kingdom Hearts One or Kingdom Hearts Two going, "Wow, that was some. That was some excellent mechanics coming out of this." That feels game. particularly bad to me. Like, like the there are, are moments in this game when it starts to get really hectic, where I can I can see a delay between pressing and action. Yeah, that would. But be does bad. it affect you? Because here's the thing. Let's talk about the mechanics. So you start with like 50 different moves, right? Like over yeah. 50 moves. Like how many moves do you, how many moves do you use, Joe? I use, I use one move and it's yep. the attack button. That's yeah, it. The attack button. That's it. That's all you have to use is the freaking attack button over it's, and over and over. And it's this done. Is until the most button mashy game I've played in a long time. Until you get, until you get a special and then you hit the triangle button or the special button depending on what, you know, if you're on Xbox or, or, or the PS4, and you push that button, you do the special. Like, I would cast, I would cast more magic if it wasn't such a pain oh in the butt. Oh, my gosh, it's so stupid. You have oh. to hit the directional pad. Like down. three times. You know, yeah, down, then over, and then down a couple times to select the spell you want to use, and then press yep. X, and it just sucks. You can't, in the you middle can't of use combat. it in combat. You can't use no, it in combat. No, it is absolutely dumb. It is stupid. And this is Game of the uh, Month. This, this game, game sucks. Of the month. This game is so bad. This is look. Let me explain to everybody. I guess I should have done this uh, when I onboarded you two yahoos <laughs> as co-host to the show. Game of the month is the big title for the month, and I feel like this title's bigger than Anthem because Anthem's going to blow. And I refuse to cover EA games anymore. EA could suck it. So this is the big title that released this this month. That's not 
EA. And so that's what that's that's why this is game of the month. I can't believe I have to explain that. I didn't I didn't ask you to explain it. I just said this game sucks. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask for justification or an explanation or a definition well, of game of the like month. I feel like I have to justify why I'm doing this. I feel It's I, I feel so like bad. I'm, it's not that terrible, but it's not that great. Here's the one interesting thing about these mechanics. I do like that your special attacks are rides from the theme parks. So Kali River Rapids, Big Thunder Mountain, uh, the Toy Story Mania, uh, the, all of these things are, are your special moves. So you, uh, the teacups, the Mad Hatter teacups, like the, oh, that's, I, this is fun to me because I enjoy going to Disney World. Those things make all me All right. Sick. So I have two things to say about this. This is, I don't find a couple of these specials are fun. The bulk of them that I have seen so far have been really lame to play. They look they look pretty. I'll give that. The specials are very aesthetically pleasing, but I have not enjoyed them. I also don't enjoy the way you get them by having to attack a specific enemy yeah. that one of your other party members will almost half the time kill before you get there, and then you don't get the special. Yeah, that, and I also don't like the combo moves that you get with your with your party. Now, the guest party members like Hercules, uh, Baymax... Uh, the Flynn Rider, like all of these these special guests that you get in your party, yeah, those are fun. Like the first couple times you do it, but they're so but, repetitive. Yeah, all you and, have to do is hit the X button. Just yeah. button. Like it's not even necessary to get the combo moves. The special moves are fun to look at and make for for me anyway a fun experience because I enjoy Disney World. So that's like, oh yeah, man, that's kind of cool. Look at me, I'm smashing people with teacups. <laughs> Yeah, so which which really looks in this like super serious situation where where <laughs> King yeah. Mickey is talking about how how uh, Aqua is lost to the darkness and yada yada yada. Next thing you know, you're fighting in glowing teacups. Yeah, to- it's totally really really on par. I you know what? Just because you're a hater doesn't mean you gotta hate on all things Disney. I don't hate on all things Disney. I just hate on all things this game. Really? Let's talk about music. Is music something you hate in this game? Because I think they did, like, out of all the things that they screwed up in this game, like, music is not one of them. They right, nailed so the music. I have I have two feelings on the music. This The music itself is actually pretty good, but when you were, like, in each world, they kind of have one song that they just play on loop the whole time you're in the world uh, until you get into a cutscene or a combat situation but otherwise while you're traversing it's kind of the same song on loop constantly yeah i don't like when you're in your in your ship oh oh the gummy ship is the word like not just music the gun the whole the whole thing around the gummy ship (laughs) what is that i don't want to travel this way these like stupid tunnels and these crappy spheres you got to unlock in these combat situations you can just go to the next world you can just go buy them but it's like it's this whole the mechanically the gummy ship sucks I don't like anything. The gummy you ship is build te- your own gummy ship. Yeah, it's tediously, it's tedious and crappy, and I would rather just fast travel. Well, so is finding all the hidden Mickey's, I'm, which I'm not also not gonna do. All right. <laughs> Let's For get those that of you who aren't Disney files, a hidden Mickey is basically just the silhouette of Mickey. It's the two small circles for the ears, and then the large circle for his head. When you go to Disney World or Disneyland, or if you're on a Disney cruise ship, like these are the things you look for. Even at Disney Springs, you look for them. You try to find all the hidden Mickey's. It's a game you play because there's a just a crap ton of them. Yeah, they're everywhere. But in this game, yeah. But in this game, you look for them, you find them, and then like when you uh, 
find a certain amount, it unlocks uh, some stuff for you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Dis- uh, you know so what? Joe is not a Disney fan, apparently. No, he is a very is negative. This is, you are down on Disney. This is definitely not the game for him. I don't like I don't dislike Disney. I've seen the movies, but I don't have any like strong affinity for it. And this game is is entirely targeted at just playing with fans who like Disney. Yeah. I don't have I don't I don't have any Disney like strong Disney love and there's nothing in this game besides Disney fan service to that's redeeming. That is exactly okay, it. So I feel ba- so I feel bad now that that like so the two of you can pick your own game of the month. How's that from here on out? <laughs> <laughs> Bad games I, can't, so I, have... I can't believe Crowley just said he feels bad. I didn't know he had feelings. Uh, sometimes I do. It's, we're talking about Disney, man, so you know it's getting me in my special place. Uh, the <laughs> two of you can pick out a game with the caveat that it can't be EA because I, I will just shut it down. Shut it oh, down. EA is... that, that shoots Joe's game of the month out. Yeah. I, I, never, I never once asked to make Anthem a game of the month, all right? I just want to play it. Rapidly. <laughs> well... Yeah. No, I'm rab- not going to say yeah. rapidly. I'm just curious about it because it feels, it feels like it has a lot of potential. I just don't think that they're gonna. I, I like Bioware games. I just don't think they're gonna land with this one. All right. Well, whatever. You can choose to do that one. I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do, pick your own game. This is my game of the month, and I kind of feel bad that Joe had to play it because like there's literally <laughs> nothing redeeming in this game for Joe and me. I'm like, yeah, it's not a terrible game uh, it's, it's 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 i really i spent i paid almost six hours of this and i want it back <laughs> i want it back and i want my money back I wish now I could you know how this. i felt when i played semen thieves good lord oh. i thought the epic or, or the music was pretty epic i thought it was uh scene appropriate all the time yes it might get repetitive if you're in the zone for a while but there's always stuff to do in the zone and it doesn't take forever to get through a zone so i don't think that it's overly repetitive uh, and I think Disney got it right. They always get this right. It has a very theme park feel to that music. Uh, and and so I, I, I dig it. I, I like the music a lot. Let's talk about the voice so acting. Before, before we go on to voice acting, one more thing yeah. on music. I, I jumped onto YouTube and just took a look because I wanted to see what the other worlds looked like because I'm not going to play through to see them. I just wanted to look at them. <laughs> and uh, I watched a little bit of gameplay in the Toy Story world, and there is no way I could handle listening to You Got a Friend in Me the entire time <laughs> I was walking around. There's no chance. I would mute that game. There's just no chance I could listen to hours of do 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 There's just no way. So that's funny that you say that because in, in uh, this forum that I'm on, uh, for c- cigars, there's a gentleman, uh, LSU Piper is his forum name, and he's playing this game. And he's a big, you know, he likes Disney, his family likes Disney. And uh, he was asking me what I think about it because he's he listens to the podcast from time to time. And so he and I were talking about it, and he goes, they're playing Let It Go. I can't handle <laughs> this anymore. <laughs> he's like, oh, and now they're playing the Do You Want to Build a Snowman? <laughs> like he was... So yeah, like I can get like if you're not if you don't dig these songs, like I don't want to listen. Oh, that to would that be torture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the I CIA don't. uses that uh, <laughs> as torture. We'll have to ask Stargate Pioneer uh, if that's what they use. Um, let's talk about voice acting. Uh, Joe, go ahead and poo-poo the voice acting. All right, so there's a few that are really good. I like um, holy cow, he's got something positive. To there's say. there's a couple there's a couple of people. Uh, uh, Hades there, um, James Woods. James Woods. He nails it. 
He's oh, awesome. man, he's I love uh, James Wood on uh, Woods on Twitter. That dude is amazing. Uh, I, I like him a lot. And I, I was very glad to hear him because I'm sitting there because that's the first world you go to is Mount Olympus. Yep. And that's the first bad guy you run into is Hades. And I'm like, holy crap, is that James Woods? Did they get James Woods to do that? And immediately I'm like, this game's not going to be nearly as bad as what Joe's going to make it out to be. <laughs> um, The rest of it's kind of not great. I'm going to be honest. Um, oh, okay, but you so, say that, but let so, me I, let me give the counterpoint well, hold, to that before you move on. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say why before <sighs> you counterpoint it. You can't counterpoint a point I haven't made yet. You said it was bad. Yeah, I haven't made. I haven't said why. Fine, go ahead. The biggest problem I have with this is not so much the acting as the direction with the voice acting. There are a lot of long pauses. A character will say something and then there'll be like a three or four second pause with just a still shot on the the uh, speaking character's face before it moves on to the response. It doesn't flow at all. Um, and some of the acting just doesn't sound very good. Uh, this is the one you're going to argue with me on and that's fine. Um, but I haven't watched any Disney stuff in a long time. Like... <laughs> And some of the voices, and if you say they're all the same as they are on the Disney shows, that's fine. But from somebody who hasn't watched Mickey talk since like the early 90s or whatever, uh, it's jarring. It's all weird and it doesn't sound good. All right. So I'll, I'll let Jason speak to the to the pauses. So the long pauses is a Square Enix trope. I mean, any all the Final Fantasy games are like that. Somebody will say a line and then it's pregnant pause. And then somebody else will respond. It's like. They're only half listening and, oh, oh, yeah, you were talking to me, uh, then, then I've got a line. So that's not a Disney thing. That's a Square Enix thing, and it's it's rampant throughout all of their games. Right, but I still don't like oh, it. Oh, no, it's games. it's jarring and yeah, it sucks. It's, it's bad. But, yeah. yeah, that's that's not a Disney Disney thing. Yeah, typically uh, w- with Square Enix, which I do this with Final Fantasy, and I can't believe we didn't talk about the Final Fantasy fourteen news today. Uh, but I typically do this with the Final Fantasy games is if there's an option, I'd rather just read it and listen to the Japanese version. Yeah. The Japanese direction is always a little bit better because the local is like there's no localization team that has to, you know, translate it. And then those pauses aren't nearly as long. I think part of this for me also is that I expect I know this is a Square Enix trope, but I would expect better out of Disney properties with the the delivery of the lines. Again, and that it, might just be a localization thing. I it, don't it think probably, this is, it probably okay. is, but it's still it's it could whatever the reason for it being the way it is is, it is still the way the finished product is. Do you think they recorded the dialogue in Japanese? I don't know if they did or not. Like, I, I, that's a really good question. I don't like. I I didn't look into it because I didn't know this was going to be Joe's big complaint about the voice acting. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think the voice acting's all that bad. Like when you compare it to Ace Combat Seven or Soul Calibur Six or like anything recently that we've really uh, reviewed heavily here, the voice acting for Kingdom Hearts Three is really good. Oh, don't In get me fact, wrong. The voice acting is the best part of this game. It's still just middling to lower end. Well, yeah, I mean, you take a look. The only characters that I could find that don't have the original voice actors behind them are Captain Jack Sparrow. I think probably because uh, domestic abuse is not something that Disney looks kindly upon. There, Johnny <laughs> Depp, uh, Mike Wazowski's character and Woody. 
Like, I don't you're not going to get Tom Hanks believe, for a video game. Like you're just not going to get Tom Hanks. I don't believe Buzz Lightyear is Tim Allen either. Yeah, you're probably not going to get Tim Allen either, but that's probably because they don't like his right leanings as well. A little, a little pro tip though, or a little factoid that Woody is recorded by, I believe, Tom Hanks's brother. Yes, or, his brother, yeah, James yeah. Hanks, who I does who Hanks. does the voice for most of the cartoons now. Yep. So, yep. like, these are all Disney Junior actors, like the guy who does Mickey, the guy who does uh, Goofy, and the guy who does Donald. Who, the guy's done Donald. I think he's done Donald for years now. Donald's best voice in the game. Yeah, well, that's because it hasn't changed since you were a kid. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They got Zachary Levi in here. Yeah, Zachary Levi. They got uh, uh, what's her name? the The chick who played um, Elsa. The chick who played uh, Adina Benzel. Elsa's, uh, yeah, uh, Elsa's sister. Uh, uh, what, what's her name? I can't. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Yeah. Oh, Kristen Bell's so hot. <laughs> but you can't remember her name. <laughs> well, she's no, look, she's no Janina Gravelgar. Oh man, that's for sure, Janina. Oh, Janina. Uh, so yeah, I think the voice acting in this game is really, really well. Like, it's one of the highlights of the game for me. So yeah, but I, I do get you. The direction might be a little weird, but and who knows why that is? Just whatever, I guess. <sighs> Jason, just from like, I, I, you haven't played it. Is this something you would ever, ever, ever be interested in playing? No. I got through Kingdom Hearts 1 just because I wanted to see it get better, and it never did. And then I played Kingdom Hearts 2 because I hate myself and didn't learn my lesson from (laughs) Kingdom Hearts 1. And I only made it about a third of the way through that game, and I was done with Kingdom Hearts. So, no, I don't think I'll ever play this. All right. Fair enough. Joe, rate this game. I was like... I really liked myself before I started playing this game. <laughs> no, you didn't. And now, no, now didn't. I now I really, really hate myself. You've uh, oh, you no, have hated yourself game, for a while. Sir. No, no, I I love me. Have you seen a picture of me? How could I hate myself? Uh, <laughs> you are a beefcake, um, man. Oof, I know it. Thank you. I got some more pictures for you. Um, <laughs> this game. Why? This game. <laughs> this game why? is like. All right. So this game. I don't want to be overly hard on it because I understand that the Disney stuff is a big draw for some people. So I'm going to give it a little leeway because it's just I'm not the target audience. So I'm going to give it a four. Good God. I'm going to That's have leeway? leeway with it. Somebody give it a four. <laughs> if I didn't give it leeway, it would have been a two. Okay. Uh, you know what? I've got to come up with a system for you when you don't like something. Because when you don't like something, you are heavily critical on it. So I think I'm going to add two to your score. If it's you something can't, you no. don't like, yeah, I can. No, no I can no, do that. No, no, I just because did. I, no, you're not. Joe it's, gives it's it a, a four. six, ladies it's a and four. gentlemen. <laughs> it's a four, and I think a four is fair for this it's game. It's not fair, dude. It's, it's a, not fair it's, at it's, all. It doesn't run well. It's it's runs at low resolution and it runs framey. It's got basically no mechanics. It's a button masher. The story, as you said, is convoluted and makes no sense. You all you don't care about it anymore. What in this game? makes it better than a four if if the only thing that you can say positive is the music is pretty good most of the time and the voice acting is not bad. Kristen Bell. That does not make the game better than a four. The game is still a four. Janina it's just not practically good. saved Battlefront 2. Yeah, but she didn't save Battlefront 2. I think right? I gave Battlefront it a higher 2. score because she's in it. Yeah, well, okay, so you rate things with part of your body that's not your brain, okay? this is This is a four. I'm going to give this game... A six. 
It should probably be a five. Yeah, it's a five. This game. So a five. you're gonna give this game a five, but you're throwing a fit about me giving it a four. <laughs> I didn't throw a fit. I just like I just like yeah, to challenge you, you and stuff. You threw a fit. I'm, look, man, I'm I'm trying to be Joe today because you're the ultra negative one. So I'm challenging you on. Your I know ultra I'm never the negative one, huh? Jeez. Right. So I just don't I, like this game. Look, man. I, while I'm doing this, I'm doing curls in my mind because I wouldn't ever do a curl. I don't look, really do curls. Whatever it is you do, I don't know what it is you do. Like you do deadlifts with like chains around. Oh, those you. are dips. Those are or dips. dips whatever dips chains, yeah. Mm. And you do dead. What's the what, what's the most you deadlift? Uh, most I've ever deadlifted is six forty. Oh, you're a monster. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't like no, no, just no. This look. Look, if you're a Disney fan, buy this game because you'll enjoy it. You'll get some enjoyment out of it. I enjoy it. The wife likes to watch me play it because she likes the Disney stuff. Like she doesn't care about the story so much would, as she does. Like the I would actually say, and, even if you're a Disney fan, maybe wait till it's on sale before you buy it. I don't think yeah, this game is worth sixty bucks, dude. Yeah, it's not worth sixty. Forty maybe. Thirty probably. Forty maybe. I think thirty is a definite where I would have put this game price wise. Tw- twenty for sure. Like if it goes on sale for twenty, pick it up. Yeah, I would honestly, if I paid thirty dollars for it instead of sixty, I don't think I would have been quite so mad about it. I think you would have. I think you would have. I wouldn't have liked it more, but I probably would have been more more forgiving, forgiving about the quality of it at thirty than I am. I don't. I don't. I don't know like, if that's true. Technically, this game does not deserve sixty bucks. Like, just the overall technical uh, prowess of this game is bad. Yeah, it's it's half baked. Yeah, when you look at Kingdom Come Deliverance and what they put out from an independent studio. Like Square Enix, you you expect a, a little bit higher. Like this is a supposed to be a AAA game, and it plays like something an indie developer put out. That I had think a, mechanically, Kingdom Come is better. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like, and I mean straight up. I don't mean in, like giving it a a handicap for being a, a independent studio. I mean straight up comparison. I think Kingdom Come is mechanically a much better game. Absolutely, I one hundred percent agree. Absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. Like there's. I don't think there's a comparison between the two. Like both are RPGs, both are combat based, both are relatively open world. Although you could argue that the open world in Kingdom Hearts is pretty much on rails. Yeah, it is fairly ish. Yeah. So, yeah, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts does not come close to touching what Kingdom Come Deliverance put out. So, there you go. If you're going to spend twenty or thirty bucks, spend it on Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would like say. That's yeah. There you go. Uh, that's the show. Join us next week when what game are you two like? We'll talk about the Final Fantasy fourteen news next week because there's some people up in the air about the new race that they're introducing in Final Fantasy fourteen. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about whatever game you two like. Who wants to go next week with your game of the month? Joe, Jason, like which one of you wants to? Uh, should I eeny meeny miny mo it? Or? My game of the month isn't coming out until the fifteenth, so. I think the one I want to play most comes out on the 22nd. Perfect. Next week, we'll talk about some things. Uh, (laughs) Make sure you you join us. It's going to be awesome. Uh, That's Jason, and that's Joe, and I'm Crowley, and we'll see you next week. Bad Gamers Anonymous is not affiliated with any video game developer or publisher. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and not of Earglue Media. And they're probably terrible. Executive producer for Bad Gamers Anonymous is James Dean.
get good scrubs.